Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. How much did you pay to get your hair done? I paid her $1,180. And how long were you sitting in the chair? 14 hours. 14 hours. This is a plaintiff, Letitia Howard. She says she hired the defendant to put dreadlocks in her hair, and she paid her $1,180 to do it. The defendant did a poor job. Her head and scalp became irritated, and she had to hire someone to remove them the next day. She also lost 50% of her real hair. She couldn't attend her own birthday party and is now suing this woman for $9,180 for all she's out. This is the defendant, Sabrina Reese. She says she put the dreads onto the plaintiff, and when she left after her 12-hour appointment, she was a happy camper. A few days later, she called to complain the dreadlocks were too big, but the plaintiff provided the hair, and she just installed them. Dreadlocks are permanent. If you want to take them out, you have to cut the hair, and if the plaintiff cut her hair, how can she sue her for it? She can't. That's how. She's accused of causing a bad hair day. Okay. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum. The People's Court. Be seated. Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All righty. So you went to the defendant in order to get dreads put in, right? Correct. Dreads. And what day is it that you go to have her do your hair? On December 5th. So what happens? I go in on December 5th to get my hair done, and she's installing the locks in my hair, and as she's installing the locks in my hair, I'm just scratching my head. So I'm asking her, are you putting something, you know, are, are you using some type of grease or something that's making my hair itch? And she says no. So fast forward till we finish my hair. I hate it. Did it's you tell uneven. her you hated it? Um, no. How much did you pay to get your hair done? I paid her $1,180. And how long were you sitting in the chair? 14 hours. 14 hours. Okay, um, so you didn't say anything to her because it's awkward? Or? It, it, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. She doesn't have any mirrors in the, in the room where she does your hair. There's no mirrors there. So it was 2 o'clock in the morning. I was tired. I got in the car, 
And when I got okay, when did you realize that you were unhappy? I mean, there may be no. Are there no mirrors on the walls where you do the hair? There's a gigantic mirror to the left, a whole closet door mirror. Did you? Are you telling me that you paid her without seeing it? Oh well, she an hour into her doing your hair, she makes you give her the money. All right, but are you suggesting that you had your hair done and at no point had a handheld or anything so you could see how you looked? No, no. She has you. She has you over in a little corner. This is What's the that mirror. a picture this of? This is a picture clearly showing the gigantic mirror sitting. She's sitting in front of her. This is, is that her. a picture of her? This is her. How did you end up taking a picture? That's... I take pictures of all the clients before and after to show the before and the after. Okay, and then where see am that, I seeing see a gigantic mirror? mirror? See the little gold? That's where the closet starts. All across there, all across the, you're looking into a mirror. That's a mirror. The whole side is a mirror. Quite possibly, because I'm seeing um, yeah, the stuff from the other inverted side. convex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But in any event, let's enough with the mirror. You go home, and what happens? I, I hate it. I, I um, take a selfie. I send the picture to my brother. I'm like, I, I hate it. The parts are inconsistent in size. Some of the locks are braided in. Some of them are twisted in. Like she used several, several different methods on my hair to, to, and it was just, it was just hideous. So I started taking it down. You took it down yourself? Yes, I started taking it down on my own. And I noticed that the hair is stuck in my head. So I call her and I ask her if she used glue in my head. And she says, yes, they're supposed to be permanent. Now, this is not any type of hair glue. This is some type of crazy glue that she's using. Okay, let me hear from you on what you're using. I do have pictures of her finished complete hair showing the consistency okay. and the parting and everything that she said is the opposite of everything that she said. The locks um, are created to be permanent. This is, initially she had an appointment for a lock that was smaller. It was for $1,880, which are considered extra small. She decided that she wanted the ones that were a little bit larger, which is that size. I gave her exactly what she asked for. You can see the- Here's what I don't get. Mm -hmm. When you say you gave her exactly what she asked for, how does the hair come to you? No, no, it's not pre-made. So it's you're loose. doing it. I create that. That's why it takes so long. I got long. it. So, yeah. so with that same hair, could mm -hmm. you have made it smaller? Yes. It, oh, okay. That's why there's a difference in the, a big difference in the pricing right. between the 1100 Yeah, because you're gonna be there right. even longer. Even longer. Right. Your Honor, I have a picture of what was requested and what I ended up having. Right, but you're sitting there and you see the first one done. If it's not the right, did you feel like it wasn't the right size? Well, she got bigger. As she moved, as she got tired, as the night went, uh, went along, she got bigger. Let me see a picture that part. would reflect I, that. I have her completed hit. Okay, let me see your picture, but let me also see a picture that you may have taken that would reflect what you're saying. Okay. One here. Okay, how does this show that she got bigger? Well, I mean, there's no consistency in the parts. If you can see, some of them are smaller, they're different sizes, they're different. They're not all the same. Show size. me, I'm going to need you to show me what you're saying. Um, I mean, you know, they're not. No one counts the number of hairs individually to make sure that, but I don't see them that different. I guess, y y are, you, are you asking me to compare these to these or what? Let's see, here I have more pictures. 
Okay. Okay, you've circled something here. What is it you're trying to get me to oh, see? Oh, that was, it was just glue. It was the okay. glue that was in my hair. What kind of, do you use glue? I only use glue when the hair is short. The picture, the reason why I, sh I took the before picture to sh brought the before pictures to show you because her hair was so long, there was no reason for the me to use glue. And when I use glue, it's nowhere near the scalp. When you look at the Did you use glue on her head, yes or no? I not on her head, no. It did you use, I'm sorry, did you use glue in this hairdo? Yes, I did. Okay, and where did you use glue? Down the shaft of the lock as I'm creating it. If it's loose, when I pull on it, I'll tap a little glue and wrap over it there. It's never on the scalp, never touched her scalp. If there was a client whose hair was maybe this short, I would have to put the glue a little closer to the okay. scalp. Now, that on the pictures case. that she's showing me, um, there was one picture that I know I saw that showed some redness because you were complaining that it itched. She never complained while she was in the chair about it itching. I got Your Honor, it. I asked, I was sitting there scratching my hair the whole time she was doing my head, and I asked her specifically if she was using some type of glue because my hair just kept itching. Not true, I mean, excuse Your me, Honor. not glue, grease. Okay, but I'm, I'm seeing like redness in her, you know, I'm seeing redness. So what causes the um, irritated scalp? It doesn't happen. As you can see in the picture she just showed you, that was during the process of her, go back, see the ones that she's disconnected. That was someone trying to remove it who irritated her scalp. You see the, you see the ones that are undone and then next to the ones that are done? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not that has nothing to do with me. That's she her says that to she was it. telling you while you were doing that it, is that it was absolutely it. not the okay, truth. Okay, now it's not uncommon though that people will complain that they're had tight. Yeah, yeah, tight. It wasn't yeah. tight. Hold on one second, hold on one second. Absolutely, sometimes people will say it's a little tight because if you see on the scalp, it, I have to lock it in. So yes, people sometimes do complain about it being too tight, but I don't touch the scalp with glue. Never was she sitting there scratching her head saying, or ask, that's just not true. And as you, on those pictures that she's showing, that was clearly when she attempted to have it removed, that person irritated the scalp, which you can understand why it would be. Who ended up removing it? You? I started removing it, so and these then? pictures was when I started. Then I and had a professional because all of my hair was coming out because it was just glued in. Well, so yeah, I, that's why I probably wouldn't start taking out my own hair. I told her it could well, not, she's it was, not supposed and, and, to and be isn't the idea, how long is this supposed to last? It's permanent. This is how they found me on my Instagram. It clearly states I create permanent lock extensions. My hair is locked. If you want to take it out, it has to be cut, which is exactly what I told her. So she went after that and try to remove it anyway. I, Your Honor, I have a, a Who's professional the person with loctician. You? Who is the that, person with you? He's a loctician. So he he did, he redid my hair. He's the person that redid it. Okay, is he your friend or no? That's uh, No, I met him through a friend who referred him. During this? Yes, okay. during the Come process. Come on up, please. All right. So um, there was a statement that was made that um, What's a loctician? So a loctician is a person that specializes in natural hair and dreadlocks. Okay, and uh, what makes one a loctician? Is there some certification? Or? Um, there are certifications for it, but actually Miss uh, Reese is one of the reasons why in the state of California, it's actually not a requirement to be per, uh, licensed. She actually challenged the Supreme Court, so she did she some did? great things, yeah. My business, I lobbied to get the law passed so that we could operate without a cosmetology license because we do not perform cosmetology. Okay, yes. all right, so go ahead. So great, um, but she did mention that um, it, that dreadlocks have to be cut out. This is not true. 
Um, you can actually use uh, conditioners. There's, it's a very long, meticulous process. Like to you reach. shouldn't try to do it on your own. For the most part, no. Right. But um, also just the whole idea of the fact that she had to use glue, totally unacceptable. Um, you okay. don't have to use glue. This is an example of a lock extension. Um, I just made it very long for the sake of you being able to actually see it and understand it. This is the type of hair that's purchased. And this is, um, I utilize these tools. I, uh, I lock the person's hair first, and then I attach this. No glue, Say no chemicals, nothing. Say that again, you nothing. lock the person's hair. So basically what I do. you lock that lump so of hair? So their natural hair, depending on the length of their natural hair, I utilize different tools and I, I manually dreadlock their natural hair. Once their hair is locked, then I take the extension hair and then I attach the extension hair and then it becomes this. So their natural hair will then grow into the extension, no glue, no chemicals, no nothing needed whatsoever. This is the proper way to do it. Okay. Um, what say you to all that? With all due respect to him, um, there is no Do you two know each other? Or no, no, not at all. Do we, all locticians in no, but that's Los the, Angeles that's know? That's the point. There's so many different ways to create. It's You're creating, you're molding, you're shaping. So he could possibly have his way of doing things. I have my way of doing things. I've been doing it for 24 years. There is no perfect way. But what we try to do is ensure that the person doesn't call you and say they found the dreadlock on the pillow. So yes, I slip knotted, as you see from the root, and it is done with the same tool that he has because we... We're trying to ensure that it is locked. Yes, my method may be different than it's his, but that doesn't make it wrong. It's kind of hard to decide what the right method is as opposed to opinion right. if there is no standard in the industry there and there's no you know, uh, well, regulation or whatever. That's, you well, know what I mean? You like, can use there... aesthetics and look at the final product um, and the end result. What actually looks the most like a dreadlock? What looks the most what's the least detectable to know that there's an extension placed there. I don't know if you want to actually look at her hair closely, but you can't see where her natural hair ends and the extension begins. Hair, her hair? Yes. Which is, yeah, I would. Come on. Which come is on okay up. for him to have a different technique. But yeah. I have hundreds of pictures showing the final product. So if a person decides they don't want my method, they have the option. Man, it looks really good. It does. Yeah. Go ahead and go back. Thank you. Now, if you look at um, the pictures. But that, you know, but see, that, the fact that it looks really good doesn't mean she is entitled to $9,000 from the defendant. So let's talk about your lawsuit. Um, you want the money you paid her for her 14 hours, 12 hours to go back to you. You want the amount that you paid not only for the hair that she used, but also the hair that you used there. That way you don't pay for hair at all. Right? That's what you're saying. You shouldn't have to pay for hair at all, which would be a freebie hair. Um, 900, you're suing for that. You're suing for 2200. Is that what you charge to do it? Okay, and so my that's. Process was a three day I process. understand that. And then you char you're charging $700. You're asking for $700 for removal of glue to explain that to me. Okay, so now as I'm taking down the hair, there's. There's a lot of glue. There's not a dab of glue. There is a bunch of glue all down the locks that Miss Sabrina did in my hair. So as I'm taking them out, it's too much hair. I have... No, but how do you come up with $700? Because I had to call someone else who who ended up helping me take the locks out okay, of my hair. Okay, but did you pay that person me. $700? Yes. Do you have any proof of that? Yes. Okay, so you did a, a Zelle transfer... Uh, cash app transfer on 12.9 to someone um, at a particular braids and weave salon 
for seven hundred dollars. Wow, man. It's an expensive thing. It's really is so. I, you know, I try to understand this whole thing. I watch that Chris Rock special. <laughs> I try, and I know, I know, it's like a really. Um, Okay, and then now the hall rental and pain and suffering is $4,200 of your lawsuit against this lady. What yeah. are you talking about? Welcome back to People's Court, Harvey Levin here. Okay, so who knows something about dreadlocks around oh here? Oh my goodness, who knew it was me? Mm. <laughs> okay, so how are you, sir? I am good, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, it thanks is, for asking. But now I have a question for you. God I'm gonna ask something. If you went to a hairdresser and they put they put dreadlocks in and they botched the job, could you take them out yourself or do you have to go back to the hairdresser? Huh. Could I take them out or could I go back to the hairdresser? Not a trick question. It's not a trick question, but I always like to take my time answering a question. Okay, well, <laughs> we don't have time, so what do you say? What do I say? I say, God darn it, let me go ahead and do it myself and take them out because I want everything to be natural. Fair enough. You know? Okay. Hey. Thank you. Ain't nothing wrong with artificial. Nice. But I like being natural. This could go on forever. We're going inside the courtroom. So I had rented a hall for my birthday party, which was canceled because my hair was not done. Why didn't you just put on a wig and have a birthday party? Well, here's the thing. I'm allergic to glue. So had she informed me that she was using glue, I could have told her that. I cannot wear wigs with glue. And because I, why didn't you my wear a wig without out. glue and have a birthday party? No. <laughs> okay, well, that's on you. If you can't have a birthday party and celebrate life's milestones over hair, that's on you. In court, what is recompensable are the damages that naturally flow from whatever wrong you're able to establish, okay? But if you cancel a trip to Tahiti or you cancel your birthday party, that is your choice. Your choices don't always cost somebody else something. And 2000 for pain and suffering. Uh, I think the same analysis goes for that. Folks, here's where the problem lies. You're acting like this is a science and that by bringing him in to critique her job, that somehow I can conclude his way is the only way and her way cannot can I right. say something, Your Honor? And they're really, this is art and not science. And, you know, although you've done everything that you can by bringing him in, you've done a lot more than most litigants do. But unless, you know, you guys are going to show me some authoritative scientific book on how this is done and that somehow she did something wrong, I don't see how it is that you can win this lawsuit. Um, based on what has been presented to me, I am not going to order the defendant to recompense you $9,180. It's like I say, it's an art and not a science. I don't know why you would start ripping this stuff out of your own head. I don't know why you would cancel your birthday party. Um, you know, but you know, you are free and American and can do whatever you want. It's just that it doesn't necessarily mean someone else has to pay you $9,000 when you do it. Verdict for the defendant. Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiff loses, gets nothing. Ms. Howard, what are you thinking? She lied, and I should have known better when I seen her hair. I should have left, but of course I didn't, and 
It sucks, but whatever. I mean, this must be a big shock to you not mm -hmm. to get anything after suing for $9,000. What was it like sitting in the chair for 14 hours getting your Tiresome. Tiresome? Yes. I don't know how you stood it. What's the condition of your hair now? How would you describe it? Um, it's damaged, badly damaged because of the glue. So what happens? Uh, well, I mean, you just got to let it repair. grow out? Yeah, I'm, I have him to help repair it. Okay, well, good luck to you. Sorry. Ms. Reese, I got to feel you were somewhat worried, weren't you? I um, mean, $9,000? I wasn't worried because, too. thank you. I wasn't worried because I knew, you know, my, my intuition from the beginning, this was some form of scam. You know, she wanted the tinier ones to begin with. She cheated herself and got the larger ones, and she simply wanted something smaller, which is what she had done him do, so... Yeah. All right. Good enough. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. Whoa, 9,000. Harvey? So here's the thing, Doug. Um, this case requires an expert, but just because you bring an expert witness in doesn't mean that you automatically win. Sometimes experts have an ax to grind, and sometimes they're just not that good. So it's important to bring them in. You lose if you don't have one, but you don't automatically win if you do. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. This is the plaintiff, Benjamin Luciola. He says he was a tenant of the defendant in his rooming house, and he lived with 13 other people. His stuff was stolen from his room. The defendant is a multimillionaire who refuses to make good on his stolen belongings, and he's here in the name of justice, seeking the $3,000 he's now owed. is the defendant, John Hurler. He says this case has no merit because he was told by the plaintiff that his stuff was given away by his brother. The guy never filed a police report stating he was robbed. He sympathizes with the plaintiff's situation in life, but is not about to fork over three grand to him because he feels badly. He's accused of having no heart. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case of the docket. The plaintiff was a tenant in the defendant's rooming house with 13 other people. Some of his stuff got stolen, says the defendant's a millionaire, so he should pay. But the defendant says the guy's stuff was never stolen. It's the case of I got millions of reasons to sue. Thank you, Doc. You're welcome, ma'am. Mr. Luciola? Yes, ma'am. Uh, you were living in a rooming house um, that you own, correct? Yes, Your Honor. How long were you living there? One year. Okay, and then at some point you got sick? I got sick uh, in November. And you ended up in the hospital? Hospital for about a month, yes. All right, 
During the time that you were in the hospital, um, somebody went to pack up your things to move you out of there? My brother wanted me out of the rooming house because of the abuse I was subjected to. So he What was the there. abuse you were subjected well, to? The manager was very abusive. He was How uh, so? Well, he would accuse me of breaking things that I didn't break. The TVs were old and they broke, and he accused me of breaking. The refrigerator, I was defrosting, and it, the, uh, somehow the Freon got out, and he accused me of breaking the refrigerator. He was insulting. He, he, he denied or, or disrespected me as a veteran, said I never served in the military, uh, talking to other tenants about me that I wasn't in the military. And he just—he was just a— not a nice person. Okay. So I reported him to, later on, after about six months, I reported him to Mr. Hurler. I said, he's abusive to me and to a, a few other uh, older tenants that live there, you know. And he, he never did anything. He did, all he did was take the garbage out. All right, let me ask you, why, why are you suing Mr. Hurler? What happened? Well, he, he didn't want to give me back my rent deposit. Okay, let's now, talk he, about I that. Was did he leave to, a deposit? That's questionable at this what, point. Why is it questionable? Is there a lease or isn't there? There is a lease, okay? Uh, I do believe he possibly sure. did. Let's read the lease together. We shall. Okay, do you have the lease? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, and is there, in there, does it say that there was a deposit? It does say that. Okay, because in your answer to the complaint, you're like, he didn't leave a deposit. Okay. All right, so the lease says there's a deposit. And you feel he's not entitled to get that deposit back because? Because he didn't give 30-day notice. All right. So when did you learn that he was going to leave? It was on or about December 1st. All right. And when did he actually leave? Probably a little prior to December 1st, I understand. Oh, okay. So did he pay November rent? Yes, he did. All right. Uh, oh, he just never gave you notice. So you didn't have a chance to rent it out. That's Correct, what you're saying. Honor. Normally, I would expect to receive 30 days notice, notice so you would have days. a chance to advertise it while he's, yeah, and then writing. you wouldn't lose the yeah. money. So what? There's, there's, no, there's nothing in the lease that says I have to give 30 days. No, there's something in the law that does, though. Um, is the lease just over, or does a, is a lease a month to month? It is not. Okay. What it, is it? It was for a term of one year. And then, so he was now a month to month. Right. And yes, yeah, so then it, it, it carries over onto a month to month yeah, basis. Yeah. So yeah. now, what kind of notice did you give him? You just well, moved. My, well, my lease expired on 31st of October, but I paid the rent for November. Yeah, okay? and that made now, you a month to month tenant. Yeah, but then I was taken to the hospital. Now, what I, day? I had 21st, I think it of was what? November. November. Right. Now, I had intended to write a note, a letter to Mr. Hurley saying I was leaving on December 1st. But because you my brother insisted I get out of there and live with him. Okay, that's well, where that's I am nice. now. So, okay. but being in the hospital, I didn't get out until like seventeen. Okay, well, 18. no, I understand everything you're saying. You're yeah. worried about your health, not about notice. But you've just admitted to me that you didn't give the notice. You gave him no notice. You just one day up and left. So well, why would you be? I, in I was out of I was out of the room. Okay, from the yeah, but that's how, what good does if I'm your landlord? What good does it, does it do me to sh be shocked that you left? I don't have time to rent it for this month now because you've left. So you've cost me the month of December because you didn't give me any notice. Well, I didn't give it, but my brother did. Okay, I can't. I can't. I you've can't never back. said that. Well, because he was he was at the room. Prove he, your brother gave notice. He was cleaning it out. So do you have to give thirty days notice? If you don't have a lease, or can you just leave whenever you want? You can leave whenever you want. Can you? You can. You buy that? 
Yeah, stay as long as you want, leave whenever you want. Your landlord should have made you sign a lease. You're nodding? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna be really surprised going inside the courtroom. Prove your brother gave notice. Well, he told me I wasn't gonna be back. Prove your brother gave notice. He's not here, he's here. Yeah, because you've never said that before. Well, he's and not do you live there or no? No, Your Honor. So then how would he know that you're that he's cleaning stuff out? Where's the notice given well, to you? That's your landlord, notice, that's who you have to get okay, the notice. It wasn't written, but my brother was telling Jay, who was the manager, that I would not be back and will not pay the rent Now, in the December. rest of what you're suing, you're suing for $600 security deposit. We've really been over that. You didn't give him notice. You're not entitled to get that because that goes to cover that month that he wasn't able to rent your room out because you didn't give him notice. And then $2,400 for pain and suffering. What is that for? Well, the abuse that I put, I had to put up with, with this guy, Jay. I mean, I, I reported him not to this gentleman, to someone else, Mr. Hurley. I mean, it must be brothers or something. I don't know who the other gentleman was. He, he runs the. Okay, uh, is there a brother involved or? Yes, my brother is my partner. Okay. Yeah, Go I on. went to see him and told him about Jay, okay? And Pauline was there. Pauline also agreed with me. I don't know who Pauline is. Pauline related to him somehow. It's my father's partner. Okay. All right, so Pauline used to. Was, Struggled with that a second, didn't you? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, Pauline. Well, you don't write all this stuff down when you go complain no, to I a know. person about what's going on at the house. We don't write things down. I went there because I was upset. He, he hacked into my computer and was, was printing my documents, personal stuff. Okay. Accused me of breaking that I didn't break. And Pauline was upset with but him Jay also. But Jay did that, right? Yeah, and Pauline why, was, So why would Mr. Hurler, Hurler have to pay you because Jay was rude? I notified him about the abuse from this man. Okay, you keep calling it abuse, but in my, I'm a judge, and in my world, when I hear abuse, I think of something very different than the stuff you're talking about. You found the manager annoying, and you told them the manager is rude and he's annoying. How does that entitle you to pain and suffering? I had no way to live. I had to keep going back to that place. How are you now? Are you living with your brother? I'm with my brother now for a couple of months, and then I'm gone. I'm leaving the country. Where I'm going you? home. Where's home? I have a son in Indonesia. I'm going to live with him. Good for you. That'll be fun. That's a nice next chapter. I've been there before. Oh. All right. Um, and also, in the, in the lease, it doesn't say I have to give 30-day notice. You have to by law when you are a month-to-month -month tenant. This is Jersey. <laughs> I mean, Jersey's a different planet. You have to know that. Jersey's a different planet. The proper notice is 30 days, even in Jersey, okay? There are some states where it's 15, but Jersey's not one of them. So I find against you on the 600 and um, reference of pain and suffering that another person inflicted upon you, you say, because he was rude, um, I also find that he doesn't have to pay that. So I am finding fully in favor of the defendant. Thank Good you, luck, Your Honor. And thank you for your service. Well, it didn't work out for the plaintiff today, Mr. Luciola. I'm sorry, but the judge has found against you. You were suing for $3,000. You, you don't get anything. The judge is wrong. There was nothing in the lease that says I have to give him 30 days. I don't give a damn where the hell I am. There's nothing in the lease. It's the state law. Uh, she's wrong. She's wrong. She's right. No, she's not wrong. She's, she's wrong. wrong. <laughs> you got to trust no, the she's judge. wrong. Okay. Well, he's not too happy. I sympathize with his situation, and um, I thank him for his service as well. Uh, but it's unfortunate it ended like this, but we try to do our due diligence and do the right thing by okay. our community.
Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. You must sign a few documents. And that'll do it, Harvey. I mean, look, I mean, here's the thing, Doug. In most states, even if you don't have a lease, a tenant still has to give 30 days notice in order to get security back. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the plaintiff, Sandra Duncan. She says she loaned the defendant's money against her better judgment. And sure enough, she can't seem to get them to pay her back. That's right. She went above and beyond for them. She needs her hard-earned money returned and is suing them here and now for the $3,000 she's most definitely owed. These are the defendants, Claudia Clark and Damian Williams. Claudia says the money was a gift, plain and simple. And they can't believe this woman filed a court case against them seeking repayment. A gift is a gift. And you can't just turn around and turn it into a loan because all of a sudden you need some money and they think that judge is going to agree. They're accused of causing a lot of drama. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff loaned the defendants money and she knew it was a bad idea. Yeah, she got stiffed, but the defendants say it boils down to one word, gift. It's the case of money changes everything. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Ms. Duncan, what is your relationship with the defendants? Family, friend. All right, so at some point in the last almost two years, right, year and three quarters ago, they came up to you together Yes. And um, asked you what? Well, I was at work and I was called by Miss Clark and said she wanted to see me. And I asked her why. And she said she don't want to talk to me on the phone. She'd like to meet me at my home. And I said, okay, I will leave my job and I will meet you there. When I went home, she was there with Damien, who I knew since he was knee high and his family. And she said, she needs some money to borrow. And I said, how much money are you talking about? She said, $2,500. And I said, oh, I don't lend that kind of money. She said she has an income tax check to get back. And in two weeks, I would retrieve that $2,500. Well, it so happened that she said, I had the cash at home. And I said, okay, I went into my bedroom to get the cash, but then my gut feeling, I didn't feel comfortable. And I said, you know what? I don't have the cash. You guys are gonna have to wait until Monday. Well, Monday I was in an in-service at my job and she said she won't be there, but she would send Damien for the check. And Damien came to my job and I gave Damien, loan Damien, not a gift, loan Damien. Was there ever a discussion that this was gonna be a gift? Never. Okay, Never. loaned Damien. I gave Damien the check, which Claudia told me to write the check in right. his name. And the check was written to Damien? Yes. Okay. And um, Damien took the check and he Do you left. have a copy of the check? Yes, I do. May I see it? 
Okay, so you folks say that this thing was a gift? <laughs> what evidence do you have that it was a gift? At first, Your Honor, I, I was the one she loaned the money to. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I wasn't the one she contacted anymore. Because you weren't answering her. That's the reason. Thank you. She kept calling you and calling you and calling you. You weren't answering her. But that is not my question. My question, listen to my question, yes. is what makes you think somebody was raining $2,500 on you like that? Why would somebody do that? What made you think it was a gift? I, I was never told about any gift. I didn't have any conversation from that. I'm sorry. Time. She says the two of you were there asking for the money. Is that not true? Yes, at her house. Okay, at her house. Yes. Did you guys ask for a loan of $2,500? Yes. Right. And the idea was that it was going to be paid back as soon as there was an income tax check a few weeks later. Yes, Your Honor. Okay. And then when did it become a gift? So somebody comes up to you, uh, hey, I, I need $2,500. I'll pay you back in two weeks when I get my income tax. Is that a uh, safe bet? Definitely wouldn't trust him. Why? Just because he's not giving you like a reliable um, way of getting. What if I can prove to you that I'm getting a refund from my income tax? I don't think so. I still don't buy it. I think that you need a contract or something. What do you say? If you give me proof that you got an in-tax come in tax coming? Income tax. Income tax coming. Yeah. All right, you are going to have to pay a $500 deposit fee for me to loan you $2,500. What if he stiffs you? What if he stiffs me? He can't. You oh, see yes. All right. Yes, he can, going inside. Yes, he can, going inside the courtroom. Is it a gift or a loan? Your Honor, as I can Is it a gift or a loan? It was a loan at first, Your Honor. And then when did it become a gift? I don't have any idea. I was never contacted. I, did, I don't have any so, conversation. So you have no evidence that it's a gift? Not for, not to me. Okay, now, let me. me hear from you. Did she ever tell okay. you it's a gift? Okay. Me and her have the conversation. First, I didn't tell her I wasn't going to give her any money when I get my tax return, because it was in May. It was in May, the day of Mother's Day. And I didn't file tax that year either. I went there, me and Damien, we asked her to lend us the, the money. She lent us the money. I told her I was going to get a check. I just started my new job. And I told her I'm supposed to get a check from the job. Okay, when did you I ever get pay the, her back? I'm the one who gave her gave her a part of the money. Okay. When she when she um she there she's talking. I just said, listen, Damon is the per Damon is the one who tell me to come to you to ask you for the money because first she don't know me. She know Damien. You know, you don't know me. Not I'm gonna sorry, take you were there and you were asking for the money. I don't know if you're trying to say that you have nothing to do with this. Is, are no, you, is I'm that not what you're saying that okay, I don't good. have anything right, to so do with it. So you paid back $900 of yes, this loan, she, she, right? I gave her $900 the year after. after. Well, why haven't you paid her all of it? Why haven't the two of you paid her all of it in two years? Listen. Yeah, I'm listening. Know. I'm just yeah. not hearing an answer that sounds like a defense. It was almost two years ago. You, were, you guys were supposed to pay back in a few weeks. What is your defense if all you've paid back is 900 of it? We, we conversate about that, the reason why she didn't get it, because I didn't have it and I wasn't working. And she understand and she, she said, okay, when you get the money, No, she was incredibly me. understanding. Not only did she say that, there was one point where you felt like they were struggling so much that you were going to give them a gift of most of the money. Said, look, I'll just, you keep 700 for your baby and just give me the 2000 and we'll call it a day. But you didn't do that either. You guys yeah, didn't because, pay that either, right? Because I filed my income taxes and I didn't get back my check until today. Until today. Good. So you got I the money now? Huh? You got the money now no. to pay her back? No. Oh, what happened today? 
You haven't I, gotten your income tax today? No. Oh, well, you know what? That sounds like a you problem because you've had two years to pay her back. Two years, the two of you have had to pay her back. The person who you went to to get the money, and what reason did they give you for needing money from you? They wanted to pay their rent, and she didn't get her first paycheck from the job. So it was to keep a roof over your head. The person you went to was this lady, and then two years she waits to get fully paid, and she hasn't been. And your defense is what now? That's right. You don't get $1,200 for stress. You can't change the amount that's owed to you. I am going to order them to pay you the amount that is remaining. There's also a $200 car rental. There was a remainder of $200 of a car that I rented for them in Florida. You went to for them in Florida? Yes, yes. And why was there a $200 um, remainder? That was, they gave, she gave me, Claudia gave me part of the money. But and there then was the a two hundred dollar deficit yes. on that. No, yes. I gave her all the money for the rental. But when they when you return the rental, they normally tell you when you go to the toll, you have to pay so for the toll. So that's what that represents. So the toll came, yeah. and then she so tells me about. So you agree that she's right yes, about, about the, the toll okay, bill? Yes, All right. So I am going to order them to pay you a total of one thousand eight hundred dollars plus your court costs plus prejudgment statutory interest since it's been owed. So the plaintiff prevails. The defendants are on their way out of the courtroom. If you'll step over here, please. I, I have to ask you, you, you've been issued a judgment against you now for $1,800. Uh, what are you thinking? I'm just happy it's over. So I have this lady. I don't have no more nightmare. Yeah, but don't you feel guilty? She, no, I she don't. gave you the money. I don't feel guilty. Why not? Because I just don't. I'm just happy. I don't have nothing to do with her no more. She has nothing to do with me. She's behind me, and it's done. That's it. Bad for you. Okay, goodbye. Well, Ms. Duncan. Yes. You made a bad decision. I did. You know? I mean, that's terrible. She didn't feel bad at all. Well, you know, when you are dealing with people without integrity, this is what you find. But you give people a chance until they prove you otherwise. And that was what I did. Well, I hope you've learned a lesson. Yes, a very hard one. <laughs> I'm sure. Very hard yeah, lesson. Nice lady. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. You must sign some documents. Harvey? Uh, Doug, here's the thing, that when it's a dispute over whether it's a loan or a gift, the burden is on the person who gets it to prove it's a gift. 